Hi, I'm Tanzi McNally, and you're listening to And This One's Introduced By, where the artist introduces tracks from their album here on 3CR. Dr. Gonzo, and this one's introduced by is a 60-minute program where we listen to tracks from an album introduced by the artist who made the album. Thanks for listening, and this one's introduced by You may have heard the Blue Orchids introduce their album Speed the Day on and this one's introduced by in 2021. The band is back with a new album to introduce. Blue Orchids are an English post-punk band performed in Manchester in 1979 when Martin Brahma left the fall after playing on the band's debut album Live at the Witch Trials. Christened by Salford-based punk poet John Cooper Clarke, the band recorded for Rough Trade and acted as backing band for the Velvet Underground's Nico before a 25-year period of intermittent activity and fluctuating lineups. Singer and guitarist Martin Brahma, new bass player DeSelby Lewis, with John Paul Moran on keyboards and electric ukulele player Tansy McNally, recorded Blue Orchid's new album, Angus Tempest Memoir, subtitled Souvenirs from the Subconscious, earlier this year. John Paul Moran and Tansy McNally of Blue Orchids are here with Dr Gonzo to introduce the songs on Angus Tempest Memoir on And This One's Introduced By on 3CR. Good evening. I'm John Paul Moran, keyboard player of Blue Orchids. And I'm Tansy McNally, the electric ukulele player also of Blue Orchids. So what are we going to talk about? We're going to introduce our new album, which is out, and it's called... Angus Tempest Memoir. So that opening bit of atmosphere is called Perturbation. It's a bit of atmosphere from an untuned guitar by Martin. Yeah, I remember he sent me that track when he was writing the songs for the album. I think he restrung his guitar and then sat there and decided to play something random and recorded it. I don't remember who suggested for him to put on the album or... He just decided himself, didn't we? Yeah, there was a, f- there was a few ideas for it, bookending things. So I thought it might be an idea. Mm, that's it. So it opens and ends the album, which is <sighs> quite nice. Spoiler alert. I know, sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Thank you. 
So that was a tricksy little number in a nine time Ooh. called What Thing Is Man? Yeah, I remember when we were trying to learn that when we first were given the chords and the 
and the what was it the demo Martin recorded? We just couldn't get our head around it. It took ages, ages and ages and ages to get it right. But I think we played it right now. Yeah, I really love playing that one. Yeah, it's a fun one, especially because it's a very big atmospheric song, especially when you're playing it live. Mm. I enjoy that one. And I think it's a good opener for the album as well. Powerful number. Yeah. Long and loudly applause. Bravos are twenty voices. It tastes very bitter, said I. Is this how you treat strangers? I don't know.
And that one was Long and Loud was the Applause. That's the second track, no, third track on the album. Hmm. Yeah. So we hadn't listened to that one for a while um, and kind of assumed it was one of the more unassuming tracks. But then as you listen to it, it kind of builds in a really subtle way that sneaks up on you. Yeah. It's quite enjoying listening back to that. The chords are quite interesting. I've forgotten how, how unusual those chords are. Yeah, again, quite fun to play these raked, slightly jazzy chords. Yeah, <laughs> the J word. <sighs> and that's the, that's the thing about this album as well. It's very different to the last one, I think. it's. Um, I think that is the first song on the album where you kind of get an idea of how, I suppose, how would you say, involved the lyrics are, or how dense they are compared to the last album. Yeah, the first one to feature any kind of impressionistic, Snatches of the story of the mysterious titular Angus Tempest. Yeah, who is Angus Tempest? Nobody knows. We don't know. Even Martin hasn't told us. <laughs> He's kept that secret. But yeah, Long and Loud, it was nice to listen to that one. The um, the big wig out at the end, which I used to love doing that in rehearsals. It was fun in the studio as well, just to get in that groove. And a lot of those songs have that abandoned groove, like What Thing Is Man is another one that can kind of lead somewhere else. There's a lot of that going on in this album as well. The adventure thus embarked upon The chance to encounter reality Through the third eye vortex The projection of itself Through the continuum of consciousness A certain amount of honor and glory to be won 
just heard is possibly one of my favorite songs on the album it's called the adventure thus embarked upon now that one is a curious one I, I kind of I don't know why but when we started learning that one my brain instantly kind of equated it with a stray cats ah. style which is completely I know it's completely unrelated but it's got that kind of swing to it well look yeah it's one of those kind of shuffles isn't it yeah every album needs a shuffle yeah, and I think it's a good one to showcase our lovely drummer Howard. As we were saying, as we listened to it, there's a lot of fills on that that I didn't really take any notice of before. And you think, God, how did he manage to fit so much into that song? Because it's quite a tight arrangement, really. Yeah, he's, he manages to get those rolls in really tight. Yeah, he just keeps going. I'm just, I don't know how he does it. But it's it's just a happy little song and there's little bits coming in and out. You can hear a bit of keyboards come in and then receding and then some of the bass comes in and recedes. And the lyrics are quite nice. They're a bit, um, I know they're delivered with a bit of a sneaky sort of undercurrent. Like he's trying to tell you something, but not tell you something too obviously. Yeah. Quite like that. It's a fun one.
And that was No Ghosts, No Answers. And it nicely demonstrates how much you can get out of a few chords by chopping and changing arrangements and things like that. The um, keyboard line actually came from Martin suggesting over the four chords doing an ascending version and a descending version. And I kind of mangled that into arpeggios then. Ooh. I think it seemed to work all right. Yeah, no, it's nice. There is a kind of, um, like you said, a nice kind of jangly, slightly um, falling apart at the same sound of the keyboard on that, which I think is quite nice. It's quite raggedy. Charming. It, well, yeah, I think, it, <laughs> well, you do. You play it in a very charming way, John. I think it's, I think it's good. I think a lot of people seem to have responded really well to this song. Because it was the first one that we had uh, available. We were talking about it being available on Bandcamp first for, for pre-order. And that was the f- first song that was showcased. And everyone seems to be giving really, really good feedback, which is good. Um, you were talking about the kind of a weird ascending-descending thing. But there's, I, I want to kind of give a shout-out to Vince as well for his funky bass Indeed in so. the middle, which is quite cool, which, is, which I liked when yeah. everyone kind of cuts out. It's just Vince, as we jump into the next verse, is this kind of... Weird dub sort of thing going yeah, on. Which great. Yeah, which is good fun. There's a lot going on in that song if you listen really, really carefully. The young generation is our hope. At the top of the ridge sits a mausoleum. The bus meanders back. If my body dies, let my body die. Makes the bartender hit the stage. I hunkered down in a cheap hotel Next morning I took the monastery My room is freezing People need something spiritual to sustain them In the corner of the room sits a lumpy mass They wrote almost with a feeling of regret The hidden library's now in the cave 17 These questions nod at me Humanity has never had it easy Generation is our hope. I was startled by this comment. It means freedom. Only a homing pigeon can be trusted with freedom. For a Westerner choosing a Chinese name is trickier. Some students only had a shaky grasp of English. In order to remain strictly incognito, I only felt on edge. I was jolted awake by the sounds of machine gun fire. Their privileged lives were almost over So delicate and secretive as espionage It was a vast region I knew nothing about These questions gnawed at me Humanity has never had it easy The hidden light is now in the cave 17 if my body dies, let my body die Only home and pigeon can be trusted with freedom These questions nod at me Humanity has never had it easy My room is freezing, I grew up So the young generation is our hope So that rollicking, galloping along number was 
young generation is our hope. Yeah. Which is a fun one. We played that one live quite a few times. Um, how would you describe that for you anyway? Because uh, like I was saying, as we were listening to it just then, for me, I don't actually do too much on that song. Mm. Everyone else is going at such a frenetic pace. I'm just kind of picking out little notes here and there. So that for me, it's a song I can just sit back and relax on, yeah. which is nice. And actually, that's a song that I listen to you on a lot. I follow what I you're doing quite a lot as well. Normally when I'm playing a song, I'll either, I, I tend to key in with Howard a lot. I listen to a lot with Howard does, but on the old on song, the I do key yeah. on you. So sort of like we are the tinkle section, aren't we? So yes. <laughs> that is when I follow your lead on definitely. So I love the keyboards on that too. I'm trying to sort of hang on by the skin of my teeth with these arpeggios. Mm. Not too difficult, but then there's those soaring lead lines that come mm. in every now and again. Yeah. And I have to make all kinds of funny faces even now when I'm, <laughs> in order to keep time. Very satisfying. Yeah, so those bits are the bits I like when you do the shrill um, and you go up because that's the bit where I kind of change my pattern and what I'm playing as well. So as soon as you do that high shrill in the A minor, mm. I jump straight in and it completely changes the mood of it. So it seems like a deceptively kind of simple song. It just kind of rolls along, but it is, like you said, it's a lot of fun to play that one. Mm. Dr. Gonzo here to say that you are listening to John Paul Moran and Tansy McNally from the band Blue Orchids. Introducing tracks from their album Angus Tempest Memoir, subtitled Souvenirs from the Subconscious. And you're listening to, and this one's introduced by, on Community Radio 3CR. And the next track from the Blue Orchids is track 7, O Joyous City. pointed out at the end of the battle the very first appearance of joyous city one example may serve you ask how the retreat turned out I'll tell you about boldness about Joyous City Many were beaten But even more are here Fill your years with high spirits Oh Joyous City Find courage in all We shall drink to love Table is long, my joyous city. Happy man that I am. Don't let time hang heavy on you, my lord. I've left it behind. For joyous city. Of 
Joyous, oh joyous city, I should say. Yeah, so that's track, we're up to track six, track seven, seven on the album seven, now. Well, right. yeah, we're getting through it. Well, yeah, that one's, what can we say about Joyous City? It's just a happy song, isn't it? It is rather. It's a nice, happy song with the crazy, frenetic, I would say screaming at the end. It's not really screaming. <laughs> the joyous, the joyous noises at the end. I think he's speaking in tongues, maybe. Oh, okay, that's what it is. <laughs> Yes, and, that, and that's that's the other thing. So it's a joyous song of praise sort of song, but again, what city is he talking about? Who is it? Where is it? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. My sympathies are entirely with the stranger. The witnesses did not understand what had happened. Counts of the light. Of these machines For many years I've just taken it for granted Now people may exaggerate And they may mistake what they think they see However all this talk is only An attempt to see It's a strange story If this is the right explanation a study which many modern scientists don't approve We began with a legendary puzzle The use of extrasensory power We don't know the answer to this present idea The method I use to see the balance of the scale Open my anti-gravity blade The lightning did not strike the dome I've been considering A crude but effective shortcut 
some beer I don't want to deal with this mess right now That crew would get excited If you toss them a beef bone Two policemen were standing in the shadows I stopped at the first payphone German, blue blazer and white shirts We absented ourselves from Felicity That was the dumbest mission I have ever volunteered for But that's where I'm going tonight And the moral of this tale Well I guess it doesn't matter Cause that's just where I'm going tonight Now people may exaggerate And they may mistake what they think they see However all this talk is only an attempt to see Now this part of the album is where the song titles get a bit wordier um, that track that we just heard was called My Sympathies Are Entirely With The Stranger. No, try saying that three times really quickly. Um, it's quite a heroic song, I think. I, I, again, I, I keep doing this silly thing. I did it last time Martin and I did this um, radio thing. I kept saying, oh, I love playing that song. It's a great song. But I actually do really enjoy playing that song. I don't know what it is, but... It's got a sort of baggy swagger to it. Yeah. It does, it lopes along nicely, it's got this kind of nice pace to it, and but the lyrics are really strange. Yeah, it's sort of a story song that doesn't actually tell you anything that's going on in the story. No. And full of mystery, what, what's a gravity blade? Uh, yeah. What, what was the most, this most dumbest of missions that they ever took on? No, exactly, and then and then there's a moral, but then there isn't a moral. Yeah. You're just left with nothing. It's, it's wonderfully obscure, and that's the thing about this album in general, I think, it, it really is rewarded by repeat listens, I would yeah, say. definitely. Although he's still none the wiser. But, no. like you have a, but you have a a strange kind of notion of something going on or something going down here and there. Yeah, it's really uncanny. I mean, that's, I suppose, what we're getting from listening to this again. It's been a while since we listened to these songs and you just sit back and you, you think, oh, I remember doing this, I remember recording this, I remember rehearsing this. But then you listen to the songs separately from that and you go, actually, what is going on? It doesn't really reveal much until you keep listening again and again and again. It's 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 very different to anything else that I don't know. I mean, I'm not being in the band that long, but anything else that Blue Walkers has done for a it long is, time. It's, de- it's definitely a departure. The whole album, and especially with regard to the words and the sheer amount to them. Yeah, there's a lot of words in this in this album. Fair play, you got them all in there. Exactly, it wasn't easy. There's dream travel and real travel The predicted collapse might not happen Scientists have to give up their throne We can dream about these things They believe we ought to live in solitude The desire of mortal About these things 
jaunty little number was they believe we ought to live in solitude <laughs> the title's just getting longer and longer and longer yeah continuing the theme yeah no jaunty is probably a good way to describe it, it i remember we learning how to do that and that did my head in that was that was the one that i really struggled trying to get a part down for and i think i kind of again just kept it really minimal and decided not to do very much it's, it's like a tricky shoe, that song. It's like it's really hard to fit everyone's bits in because it was just so kind of awkward in a lot of ways. Yeah, another quite wordy one too, so yeah. you need to give it the space to tell its story. Yeah. Whatever just, that is, once again. Yeah, yeah, whatever that is, we're still not sure. But I think we got there in the end. There's some nice little interludes. Like, there's one bit, again, I, I can't remember the lyrics for it because it's so awkward, but we're just saying there's, there's a bit where Martin... Says, says a bit of a mouthful of words and you come mm. in with the keyboards and there's a weird little doodly bit afterwards and it's nice kind of shadowing. It's a really kind of funny bits that come in and out. I mean, I'm not sure mm. if that song was supposed to be a funny one, but... Well, it's a bit of a head versus heart message there, but it's delivered very kind of wistful, isn't it? Yeah, it's a very wistful kind of song and it's said in a kind of jaunty way. It kind of ends in a wistful note, but there are, again, there are little surprises in the, in the um, musicality, I should say, yeah. coming in and out. It's Another Sprechgesange. Ooh. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Speak sing. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. yeah, no, it is a bit, isn't it? There's a lot of those songs on this album that are like that. Which, again, is different to the last album. The last album had more singing on it, didn't it? It was more of a sing, sing-along sort of album. Yeah. This one's a bit more... I don't know. Requires more imagination on the part of the listener, I would say. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be interesting to see what people think when they hear this recording. It 
And that epic one was, it was in this scene of strife, not strife, T-H as some people might spell it. Um, <laughs> bit of an in-joke there. It will remain nameless. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, I, that's a, and I'm going to repeat myself, but that is another one I enjoy playing. It's It's got this right. real kind of driving epic feel to it. I'm sure it doesn't seem that way for everyone, but that's just my opinion. I, I really, really, really like it. Plus the chords are easy. <laughs> in a nice kind of way. I mean, it's a, that's, that's, that's the good thing about this band. The, the songs themselves, we play with a lot of different timings and interesting chords, but sometimes it is nice when you've just got a song that's rock solid, I suppose. That's probably why I like it. It's, yeah, it kind of... of the more heroic ones. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to have one or two of those on an album. Father Dad
and that was for the death hmm. and it uh, it stands out in my mind as it seemed to take a long time to mix when we were doing it in the studio um i'm not sure that it took any longer than any any of the others but it in a pleasant way because obviously when you listen when you're listening to back to tunes and recordings and mixing them you, you have to hear them multiple multiple times i remember being sat on the couch in the studio and I, I, I never once got tired of it and that is that's quite something when you listen to something what seems like a thousand odd mm. times and a very affecting song really terrific bit of writing yeah that's a good point I kind of yeah now you mentioned that I remember sitting back listening to it more than once it wasn't painful was it it was kind of, it's kind of nice to listen back and it I don't know what it is I mean it, it's it's a pretty um I don't know what we say about the title for the death. It doesn't really leave leave much of the imagination for the title, but it's actually quite a, a nice, lilting, tender song. Really, the lyrics yeah. are really are really nice. And um, I remember, for me anyway, I think about that song and I think about in the rehearsals trying to get that riff right and trying mm. to get it tight with you, me, and Martin. Us just trying to uh. nail it, and then once you nail it, that feeling of just kind of. Um, mm. Just being so pleased with yourself that you finally got it right. That big unison riff, that. Yeah, that one. <laughs> that took us a few shots. But yeah, it kind of reminds me as well of um, Speed, Speed, Speed the Day. I was going to say Speed and Flowers. No, <laughs> <laughs> Street of Flowers. Um, Inter- new Interfloral Service, I believe. Yes, exactly. That's our Blue Orchid's um, floral service, Speed and Flowers. <laughs> no, um, uh, from. Yeah, Street of Flowers from Speed the Day. That was another similar one that, for me anyway, I came up with a kind of a tight kind of riff that went along with the vocals in a similar way that this one does. Um, and it was—it seems really simple when you listen to the song, but actually, it's really, really difficult. But it takes a while to get it right. It takes a while to nail it. Yeah, and there's also um, the story of the phantom flutes in that one, or recorders. Yeah. Um, a few very strange things happened in the studio while we were recording the album. The million to one shots. There was there was one particular instance of um, a cymbal crash, crash clashing sonically with something else, such that it caused a complete dip in, uh, in, in silence. That was like a million to one yeah, shot. Yeah, I remember that because I was at work and Martin told me about that. Mm. I came after work to, to continue on some of the mixing and yeah, he was mentioning that to me. Some, it just cut out. It was some weird... Very, very strange. Strange thing, but yeah. Thanks to the magic ears of our engineer, Tomo, yeah. we got it sorted. Yeah, that was bizarre. And a bit of a hint from me as well. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, <clears> not, to, not to brag. But um, yeah, on this on, on this particular song though, the... the the sound of the organs, guitar and ute coming together mm. seemed to produce this third sound that sounded like mm. maybe more like bass recorder or something like that, quite medieval or Roman, which is the imperative on this one, yeah, especially for the drums. That's it. Martin's imperative was make it more Roman. Yeah, <laughs> telling Howard, make it more Roman. Bom, it took him a while bom, to, bom, bom. to take it back a few centuries. But yeah, it does. It's got yeah. that kind of the Roman ghost... Yeah. Sort of death well, march. As soon as Martin said that, it fell into place. Yeah, it made sense. Right. That's also all you need, really. I mean, mm. we're that, that kind of group of people. You need those nudges. Make it more Roman. Okay. But actually, I was going to ask you a question, John. Um, mm-hmm. When I was thinking about doing this, I was curious because thinking of the difference between this album and the last one, you've obviously been in the band a lot longer than I have. Mm-hmm. I've only been in the band for, what, two years now? Yeah. You've been in the band for 10, 12 years? 
well, there was a Factory Star and then followed by That's right. the Orchids. But yeah, 13 have been playing with Martin. Yeah. yeah. So I was, I was wondering, if you think of all the albums you've done... happy years. Yes, of course, 13 happy years. Yeah, he wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't happy. <laughs> and he wasn't paying you loads of money. Oh, um, yeah, well, on, yes. on, the, on the quiet. Yeah. That was but I was, I was thinking, I was like, considering how kind of different this album is to the last one and how different the last one was to the previous one, obviously, mm. they're, they're different every time. But for you... Absolutely. I was thinking, what? How would you? How would you describe this album? Like recording this album and the songs, and you know, rehearsing it, and learning it, and being involved in it compared to some of the other ones you've done. In a word, immersive. Oh, it's always immersive. Mounting an album and like you sort of, you sort of live that album, but there's there's, there's such a sort of mystery in as well as. As well as being very wordy, it's also mysterious, which is an unusual combination. And um, there seems fortune just seems to be smiling on us while, while it was coming about. Mm. Um, I can't really put it any better than that. Really, I mean, there was those weird coincidences in the studio. Everything just seemed to happen, and the, the studio was wonderful, and the engineer was wonderful too. Yeah, yeah. Hopeville so, Studios as well. We'd push shout out to them. I know. This is probably broadcasting yeah. in Australia. No one knows who or where or what Hope Mill Studio is, but we're going to give them a plug anyway because it's what... Yeah, absolutely. Is, it was a good experience. It was really, really, really nice. Yeah, it, it, it was strange. It was very different, at least for me, from compared to making the last album. There was a... Mm. This one seemed... These songs, for me, seemed a lot harder to get into. It's been a lot longer to kind of find my place with them in a strange kind of way. But more reward, rewarding along with it. yeah. Yeah, it's exactly. the mo- it's the most fun I've ever had recorded an album. Easily. Oh really? Yeah, so. There you go. That's interesting. It's nice to hear that. Anyway. Yeah. So anyway, the next thing you're going to hear is the little bookend that uh, that we heard at the, at the front end of the album as well, called Perturbation again. <laughs> all you're going to get from me Tansy McNally and we have I've been John Paul Moran you've been lovely of course of course and we're both from the lovely brilliant band Blue Orchids Blue Orchids we'd like to thank Paul Elliott for inviting us onto his program and this one's introduced by on 3CR radio which I used to be a DJ for many many years ago back in 2006 16 to 2019 I think so it's very nice that he invited us on and we we've thoroughly enjoyed it it's been a pleasure it has so from us at Blue Orchids it's good evening bon voyage 
Peace and love. Thanks for listening to an episode of And This One's Introduced By. I'm Dr. Gonzo, and I'll be presenting another artist with another album next time on This One's Introduced By. Catch you next time.
Dr. Gonzo, back again here on Community Radio 3CR, and we heard another great version of Bella Ciao, this one by Diego Moreno. And that last track was Bill Laswell with an amazing album called Imaginary Cuba and a track called Habana Transmission One. Uh, We'll stay with uh, Bill Laswell and another great album he put out called Hashishin, The End of Law and The Old Man of the Mountain. Thanks for listening and keep listening to Community Radio 3CR. Nothing is true. Nothing is everything true. Is true. Everything, everything is permitted. Is permitted. by his witchcraft so bemused the men of his country that they neither worship nor believe in any god but himself. Likewise, he entices them in a strange manner with such hopes and with promises of such pleasures with eternal enjoyment that they prefer rather to die than to live. Many of them even, when standing on a high wall, will jump off at his nod or command and shattering their skulls die a miserable death. The most blessed, so he affirms, are those who shed the blood of men and in revenge for such deeds themselves suffer death. When therefore any of them have chosen to die in this way, murdering someone by craft and then themselves dying so blessedly in revenge for him, he himself hands them knives which are, so to speak, consecrated to this affair and then intoxicates them with such a potion that they are plunged into ecstasy and oblivion, displays to them by his magic certain fantastic dreams full of pleasures and delights, or rather of trumpery, and promises them eternal possession of these things in reward for such deeds. Everything is permitted.